The only constant in business is change. Welcome to Trends, Bends, and Opportunities, the show that explores business ups, downs, and possibilities. I'm Pat Lynch, and I'm a retired police supervisor. Now I teach and mentor real estate agents who are looking to stand out above the rest. My partner here is Dr. Lauren Murfield, He's a retired college professor who now works with business leaders, small and large, to do what they never thought possible. Together, we're docking the cop, and we're here to help you think bigger and reach higher to deliver disruptive success for today's world. Let's go. For those of you who don't know, I'm Pat Lynch. I'm the chairman of the Business Connections Committee, and uh, myself uh, and uh, Dr. Lauren Murphy will be hosting uh, the this series we're going to be doing it every weekday for at least the next uh, month um, and it's trends bends and opportunities and it's a it's an opportunity for us to look at uh, you know the good the bad and the ugly the opportunities that are out there the challenges ahead of us um, and uh, both both uh, Dr. Murfield and myself are uh, outside the box type thinkers uh, we're not no people we're we're instead of asking why we ask why not uh, in fact um doc we've got a uh, podcast that's supposed to go live hopefully today if i ever get off of zoom um the problem is is zoom takes a lot of power and uh and takes up the middle of my screen so i can't do both at the same time but uh we're close to getting our very first episode out uh, we've got four in the can already. We're, 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 we'll have another half a dozen come right behind it. But uh, tell everybody real quick about the um, the podcast, and then we'll get Jason going. Look, the podcast is, holy crap, how did you do that? We're looking at all kinds of things where people did things that just amaze us, that we didn't think were possible. Uh, I know in about the third episode, we're going to talk about Elon Musk. He's doing things that nobody thought they could do. We're even doing a throwback, or maybe that was the fourth one. Even doing a throwback to Leonardo da Vinci and what, and kind of breaking down to say, how did he do it? And hey, look at that, there, there it is right there. And um, we're just really looking at how we can change our thinking to do what we never thought possible. With that, let's get going to the, the man of the hour. This, the the uh, incredible Jason. <laughs> you want to do an introduction with him, Pat? Here's Jason. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, I uh, hope everybody's having a good afternoon. Hopefully, everybody's doing well. Um, they are safe, healthy. Um, plenty of us. We were talking about earlier toilet paper necessities that are required to uh, to get through. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jason Powell. I am a commercial lender for the bank, uh, Bank OZK. And um, we have been um, very, very, very busy for the past three and a half weeks. And what I mean by that is, is to, you know, most, most of the time bankers are, are known to, to work hard for their clients, to go after great business and, and helping people. But they're also to enjoy things, to, to go out and, into the community to go to events, to go to fundraisers, to be out there and around. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not doing that anymore. We are like you, we are at home. Uh, in my case, I'm in the uh, F-14 cockpit, but for the rest of them, they're all at the house. And, uh, but uh, we are 
we are making sure that we are available to help our clients to, uh, to take care of their needs and helping those that are not being helped by their banks as well. So um, Bank OZK is a, uh, what is classified as a preferred SBA lender. And I'm gonna discuss a little bit about that in, in depth. But um, I've been with the bank for four years. I've been in banking for 18 years. Uh, I sit on the, uh, the board of governors at the Center Club. And um, I also am part of the, uh, the business uh, connection committee with Pat and Dr. Murfield. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I thank you very much. I'm gonna try not to bore you. I'm gonna try to make sure that I, I get some, some good information out to you. And then of course, if you have questions, um, you know, we've got a little chat box. You can chat with me and just, or we can go live, whatever you need to do. If you wanna interrupt me, I'll be happy to answer questions. If there are questions that are beyond my area of expertise at the moment, which um, the, these programs that we'll be talking about is very fluid. They've just started. Um, so there are still things that are in motion that uh, we might not have full capacity on as far as knowledge to help you with. So I will pull that down and go back to the right people and make sure that we, we get you the information that you, you've asked for. So um, the, the big thing obviously happened is when uh, the brakes got hit, um, folks were in, in topsy-turvy. And um, the first thing that I thought about was is that, you know, I, I've been in banking for a while, so I saw the, the obvious most recent downturn of uh, eight, nine, and, and 10. Um, that was a different kind of economic um, imbalance, as it were, or disruption, if that's the right word for it. Um, what happened there is it happened in certain select um, industries, and it started in a what I call a ripple effect, and then it, it gained momentum and moved forward throughout the, the economy and throughout people. Um, this is a, a literal, almost you would call it a train wreck because we came to a complete stop. Um, it's impacted everybody um, from all different fields, all different industries. So knowing that, knowing that the brakes have been hit that hard, that fast, obviously there was some, some things that needed to take place. So um, the banks, uh, and when I said banks, I'm gonna be talking about three different things today. I'm gonna talk about banks in general, I'm going to talk about Banco ZK, and then I'm going to give you what I call Jason's uh, two cents. And uh, it's not me endorsing the bank or endorsing anything else, just my, my information and my knowledge I'd like to share with you. So um, we hit the brakes. Everybody was scrambling. Um, obviously, when we saw the CARES Act coming down through the pipe, uh, lots of people got very excited and because um, they felt like, you know what, we're, we're not going to be alone because uh, 08, 09, 10, it seemed like we were all alone. You were struggling trying to figure it out. You were coming to your bank. Your bank didn't have an answer always. Um, you know, so there was, there was some, some difficulties with that at large. So um, knowing that, knowing what, what was up against uh, when this came out as of the third, or excuse me, um, yeah, the third of, of last week, um, it's been, been nonstop. Now, before that, we, had, we knew what was coming through. Um, when uh, President Trump finally got it, the bill in front of him, it was a Friday the, of March there, the 27th, when he signed and then everything kind of went full speed over the weekend. Um, unfortunately, folks thought that the money was available right then and there. Um, you have to remember a couple of things. Number one, um, we are working with the government. Um, I, I served our great nation. I love the military. I love our government. I love my nation. But there are some things we do a little bit slow. So you have to remember and think about it like it's tax returns. Um, you're going to get your money. You just got to wait your turn. So you got to hang in there with it. So um, program got rolled out. 
uh, SBA, uh, literally it was that, that first week after he had signed, um, there was a lot of misinformation going all throughout the, the industry, all go out to our, our clients. You go out on the SBA uh, website, you get some information, they pull it down, put it back up, pull it down. And so there was, there was obviously, and you keep in mind, there's this uncertainty of health scare that's out there along with how was my business going to continue? And, and you can imagine the conversations that I had uh, with people. Literally, I, I felt like I was caught talking to a couple of them off the edge of the bridge because they were, they were in dire straits. They, they didn't know how they were going to do it. They had shut down. They didn't know where they were going to go. Um, and unfortunately, they had not prepared. They did not have a adequate savings. They did not have an adequate plan of action to uh, offset. So, um, so that, that was obviously a, a big sp uh, scare for a lot of people. Um, now, as of the third, um, the SBA finally got the program rolled out to all banks and it became what we classified as live. And not every bank was ready to enact on it on, on the, uh, the third Friday, the third. Um, but over the weekend, I know that multiple banks were working full steam. We were working through the weekend as well. Multiple conference meetings, making sure that our people knew what was coming down uh, for us and making sure that we were prepared to answer questions and understanding the program and the, the amount of training that we're having to go through. So what I'm going to share with you today is um, some of the lessons I kind of learned through those, those days. I'm going to also share with you what I've been able to accomplish with, with my clients and I'm going to answer any questions you have. Now the good news is, is that um, I, I don't have, I apologize, I don't have a PowerPoint and, and Pat, you and um, Dr. Lauren know why I don't have PowerPoint. I don't do well with that. <laughs> but I do have, uh, I, I know that all of us can get on the SBA uh, website. So we're going to walk through it together at the same time. I will not have it live on here where you can actually watch what I do. Um, it's very self-explanatory. But the first thing you want to do is you want to go to uh, sba.gov and pull that up. So I'll give you a moment to do that and get prepared. Once you get to sba.gov and you land on that page, you're going to find this really nasty looking, it looks like a planet. It's almost like kind of like Mars, but that's the, uh, obviously the, the concept of what the virus would look like. It's got it right there. It talks about the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, small business guidance and loan resources. If you would go ahead and push where it says learn more. And that's a little tab there on the left side. So it's going to pull you up. And as you see from there, it's got, got all different types of uh, information for it. I want you to kind of, scroll down for me um, to to this uh, looking for it let me get to your where you have the products and resources you guys see where I'm at on this one so let me get back to it hold on a second actually I tell you what do this go back to the main main page sba.gov it's got the actual um, breakout I want you to look at right here so Back in, this is our programs. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Thank, who's doing that? Is that you, Pat, driving? Are you driving on that, Pat? If you'll go, Pat, if you'll go to the Corona uh, uh, relief options, the funding options right there at the top, there you go. Pull that up. Um, see where it says learn more at the very top? Ready to hit that right there. No, no, go back. Go back to me again. Go back in where you were. There you go. And then at the very, it says click here to learn more about the available SBA program. Hit that. Okay, good. All right, scroll down a little bit on that for me if you would, please. 
All right. So these are the main ones that um, the SBA program through the CARES Act is, is coming up with. I'm going to kind of do it backwards to go forwards, if that makes sense. So bear with me a moment, if you would. So obviously there's, there's four funding options. As you scroll down a little bit more, Pat, they'll be able to see the fourth one at the very bottom there. Yeah, so we're gonna start with that one first. It's called the SBA Debt Relief. Um, so any of you that are um, business owners that currently have SBA loans, uh, whether it's the 504 program, uh, 7A program, or even the micro loans, the SBA is providing you six months of debt relief where they're paying, making the payments for you uh, so that you don't have to during this time. So they're helping you basically uh, from March 30th through September 30th. So that's a, a big, big blessing for all of those that have that in play. Um, so that's part of part of this package that I wanna make sure that you're aware of. You'll scroll up a little bit, Pat, we'll go to the very next part. The next piece is the SBA Express um, business loans, or excuse me, bridge loans. Um, so this is basically for those of you who have a current business relationship with a express lender it would be a bank that does sba loans and they're classified as a preferred lender and they can do these express types of deals um, these are very quick loans they're very they're, they are a bridge loan but they they do require that you qualify so as you go in it and you get the, the learn more you don't have to do that right now pat but as you want to look at that you go into the learn more and you can see about the eligibility of the program itself so um, i'm not going to get into that detail but if you need it later if you want to talk to me about it later offline we can do that as well. So if you scroll up a little bit for me, sir. All right, these next programs kind of go hand in hand. Um, and I know you've seen the majority of it, uh, the information around the PPP program that they put on the news and um, the Paycheck Protection Program that's out there. So basically in, in the CARES Act that, uh, that President Trump and, and the uh, Congress had passed, there is $349 billion that is made available through this program. This is a forgiveness program that is allowing small business owners to keep their people employed. Um, that's the whole premise is so to help us. So as business owners, entrepreneurs, that we are able to, to make sure that their payrolls are met. Um, in addition to that, there is another uh, loan advance. It's the, uh, if you notice, it's the EIDL loan advance and it's called Economic Injury Disaster um, Loan is what it is. Um, what it does is it provides you $10,000 for your business that's receiving uh, temporary difficulties. If you've had to close for whatever reason, um, let's say you're in retail, uh, retail or maybe in uh, a restaurant and you need to shut your doors, you have to based on the, the premise of CDC, then this is gonna be something that you're gonna be uh, provided with. It is a forgivable uh, loan advance. It's $10,000 that they will, uh, they will give it to you, provided you meet the requirements and it'll be forgiven at the end of it. Um, I want to spend the majority of the time speaking about the pay, Paycheck Protection Program because that's the program that majority of entrepreneurs and businesses are, are really interested in getting to, to understand. So this program in particular, I want, to, I want to share a couple of things about it so that way it makes sense to you. Um, first and foremost, as I mentioned to you, you need to make sure that your bank is SBA um, preferred lender. Um, what's so amazing about the SBA is they actually allow you, as, as a bank, if you're not a preferred lender, you, they can go in right now, the institution, if it's a smaller institution, can go in and apply and become uh, SBA certified. Um, now, I don't know how that process works, obviously, because the bank I work for is already there, but that, I thought that was a unique thing for them to offer to, to help people with. So I thought that was a great, great, uh, great chance to make sure that the banks that are not in play currently 
they don't end up losing the business. Um, there are banks that, um, as I mentioned to you, it went, the program went live on the third as of Friday. Um, there was a few banks that were ready to move at that point in time. Um, some uh, did well with it, some didn't. Um, Monday came as well, and there were still plenty of banks trying to figure it out how to make it happen. Um, SBA allows, there's the, the actual application, if you want to see it, it's on the, um, their website, and we can go to it in just a few minutes. But what that, what that questionnaire is, is in most of the banks have built their own special portal that will streamline right into the SBA so that they way they can capture the, the information and stream it right in. Like if you went to the website at my bank, for example, Bank OZK, right at the very top, it streamlines you right into the SBA program, the PPP. So that way you can get that in. Um, now currently the majority of the banks, not all of them, but the majority of them are only operating with their own clients. I'm gonna stop for a second, make sure it sinks in. Now people, I've, I've heard it from both sides, Jason, that's not fair because my bank doesn't offer this program. I get that. So how I'm gonna how I would help you at that point is I would say, let's make you my client. Let's get you uh, an, an account. Um, yeah, there it is at the top. Thank you, Pat. Um, get you an account going. Get your uh, your business over here for us, and we'll get you going. That's basically it right there. As you see, that's it talks all about who we are and how to how to get it started from that point. Thank you, Pat, for going there. I do appreciate that. So, um, so with the, the program itself, um, as I mentioned to you, we went live and I just want to give you some numbers real quick so you can kind of get an understanding. So we went live on Tuesday. Um, we, we, there was a lot of miscommunication on, on Friday. We worked through the weekend. Monday, we were not quite ready to do it successfully, so it didn't quite roll out. It did roll out on Tuesday. And as of Wednesday, um, we had close to 4,000 applications all throughout the bank. Um, and then, of course, uh, as of uh, you know, as of last night, about five o'clock, we had close to 389 approved applications through the pipeline. So as you can see, it, it does come in fast and it does go through very quickly. Um, the catch to it is this, every T must be crossed, every I must be dotted. And what I mean by that is, is that the information that you're gonna provide through the application has to match the supporting documentation you're gonna provide. So what does that mean, Jason? Great question. So let me share with you what it looks like. If your business, and I'm gonna use the old business that I had, it's no longer in business, but um, it was called the cookiecakecompany.com. You know, it was called the cookie cake company. And uh, so our website was the cookie cake company LLC. And so when you pulled us up under Sunbiz, you would see that we were both, my wife and I were managing members under an LLC. And so if I would have applied for the PPP, if I would have put, okay, the name of my company is The Cookie Cake Company um, LLC, and then it says, all right, what's your name? And I put Jason Powell, and what's your position? I said, well, I'm the president, right? That's wrong, it's not gonna match, because it has to match what you have through your supporting documents, it's gotta be there. If you do something incorrect, what happens is, is as that file starts going through, it'll get kicked back, whether it's kicked back internally by the bank that you've applied with, or it gets called by SBA, but it will be kicked out because it's not matching through. Typically your bank, uh, and my bank in particular, we wanna make sure that all T's are crossed and I dot, all I's are dotted so we can get you the funds as quickly as possible. Um, when you read through the actual program itself, the bank can take up to 10 days to fund, 
but ideally as soon as you have the money or as we get the money, we're giving it to you so nobody's sitting on it. Uh, so you're trying to get that funding scenario within a 48 period, 48 hour window after approval is the ideal. Um, now, is everyone executing at that level yet? Probably not. It's like everything else, you gotta think, um, we're not even two weeks into this yet and, and we're already closing deals. So um, that's, that's pretty unheard of when you look at the banking world as in general. Uh, I wanna share with you a little bit uh, around what I call best practices. So that way you can, you can get a, a clear picture of that. Um, let me get real fast. Now, this is not anything that, Pat, you'll be able to pull up, so don't, don't sweat it. I just want to kind of make sure that I, I, um, I can kind of go over this and I don't miss anything for it. So the few things that, um, that I know beyond a, beyond a shadow of a doubt that they'll look at is the way your organization is, is set up. So if you're a nonprofit, if you're a corporation, if you're a general partnership, limited partnership, uh, as I mentioned before, the limited liability corporation, um, limited liability partnerships. So all of that is in play. And each one of those, those types of entities have different documentations they need to provide. I'm going to talk about two of them and just give you an overview. So that way they're the, what I would classify as the majority of them, not all of them, but the majority of them falls under corporations and of course, limited liability corporations. So corporations, the first thing you need to have is articles of incorporation. Um, you should have that already in play when you, you put together your business. If you don't, you put it together and sent it in with SunBiz. Um, so you should be able to pull it off the Florida website if you can't find it at home. The other thing is your bylaws. And for those of you who kind of skimped on that, um, you, you got to get your ducks in a row on this. I got you, Pat. I saw you. You can't, you can't skimp on it. You can do it when you're setting your, your entity up. You, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do minutes and all that good stuff. Uh, a lot of people don't come behind, but when you come into scenarios like this, this is when the rubber hits the road. And so folks are backtracking going, I don't know how to write bylaws. And I'm like, I can't tell you how. <laughs> you have to Google it and work through it. So, uh, but that's part of it. Um, and then of course, we're looking for either your corporate resolution or minutes uh, from the board meeting to, to validate that. Um, because what we're looking for is through those bylaws is who has the authority to sign on behalf of the corporation. That's what we have to know um, because we're going to get their identification um, to, to be a part of the, the package as well. So uh, we also need a certificate of uh, good standing and that's with your state. Uh, it'll be right there. It's your main page when you log into your, your, your business on, on uh, sunbiz.org. It'll pop up. It'll show that you're either active or inactive or dissolved. Or it'll show that. So what we're looking for is an active status and that way you're in good shape. Oh, I've got a question coming through. Oh, good. All right, great. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you doing that, buddy. Um, so Mark can help you out with those corporate docs if you guys get into a point where you're not quite sure what that means. Um, and then, of course, uh, the other parts of it, um, your, your corporate uh, existence documentation is basically just your SunBiz document. Um, it's just that at different states, if you have like a Delaware corporation, we're going to want not only the, the um, fictitious filing that you'll have potentially in the state of Florida, but we're also going to want everything from Delaware. And Delaware has a scenario where they allow you to not put all of your information out there. It's a place where a lot of corporations enjoy because the background as far as who the officers are and who the, the true ownership is, is hidden away from what we call the public eye. So if you are there in, in those types of states that allows for that, remember that your bank needs this information. You, you need 
help to keep paying your payroll and we need your help so that we can help you get this loan done. So that's part of it. Um, and then of course, uh, in the limited liability uh, uh, corporations, basically the same thing. You're looking for articles of an of organization is what we're looking for. Um, any kind of uh, scenario like that, we're gonna also look for an operating agreement. Um, so that way it'll help us in that regards. So those are just an overview of, of what you need in regards to making sure that's there. And again, like I mentioned to you in my example before, you've, you've gotta make sure that they all match your application. Um, so Pat, if you wanna drive us back to the, to the website for a moment, we'll go in and what we're looking for at this point, and I'm gonna get back to it, let me jump over here. I gotta figure out where I found it, my friend, I believe. Let me go up. So you wanna go into the, uh, the actual PPP program, Pat, if you'll pull that up. Once you're there, it'll show, um, it'll scroll down a little bit. Where is it? Oh yeah, you want to scroll down to under the uh, spot. Once you go into the PPP, scroll down to loan details and forgiveness. Um, go go back into the actual part of it where it says learn more. There you go. Hit right there. That will here it is. And uh, we're going to scroll down a little bit, sir. There, yeah, I said hit that. Yeah. So now right here, do you see where uh, the actually the PPP borrower application form? Go ahead and click that if you would, sir and you can download it and drop it in here where we can all look at it for a quick second. All right, so it pulls up a Word document, so it allows for you to, to put that in. Now keep in mind that your bank, just like my bank, it, it, the, all of this is on our website. So as you go through the questions, it gets loaded into the application for you, and at the end of it, it prints it out, and then it submits it from that point. And at the very end, right before you submit, is where you would add your additional documentation. Like I mentioned, you're gonna to wanna to put your articles of incorporation there, your bylaws, your minutes, uh, your operating agreement, all those documents that validate who you are as a business and who has the opportunity to sign on behalf of the business goes there. Now let's talk about the actual meat of the loan itself. So what the, the loan it, it itself is designed for is to provide eight weeks of payroll for you. So I hope, that you are operating where you have some type of um, payroll scale going, whether you use an ADP, whether you do it yourself through Excel, or you have some type of program set up that's easily uh, documented on how much your payroll is each month, because that's what we're looking for, because you're gonna to need to provide that for 2019 and what you've done year to date for 2020. What you're doing with that is, is just you're taking your average payroll, so you would look at it for, uh, for example, for February. I know March got interrupted by some folks, so it wasn't able to, to get a true uh, outreach of that. So you can look at January, you can look at February. What you're doing is you say, my average payroll, I'm gonna use round numbers so it makes sense, is, uh, is $10,000 for all of my staff uh, per month. Um, so as I mentioned before, you've got, um, you're gonna do two months of that, um, yes, yes, Pat. Good question, my friend. Let me jump down here and make sure I'm reading it correctly. Yes, it does. It doesn't involve your, your health insurance, um, any kind of, uh, uh, you guys are doing any kind of, uh, like, um, vacation time, uh, sick time, all of that plays into it as well. When you get into actually do the, the part of the, 
breakout of what you're doing, it'll, it'll walk you through like, how do I, how do I calculate that number? So your average payroll will be all that you're paying as far as your people are concerned, as well as for your, um, your health insurance and, and all the other incidentals that come with compensation. Um, so the big catch is that you get to multiply that dollar amount by 2.5. So in this case, it would be basically $25,000, right? So we're looking at 2.5 times 10,000 based on my example is 2.5. Now, if you look in here in that gray box to the right, on the side where it says average monthly payroll, um, you see it, you can come down there. There you go, right? And you were hovering right over there, Pat. There you go. To the right of that, it says you multiply the average monthly by 2.5 plus the EIDL, um, net of advance if applicable, equals long request. The EIDL is what I'd mentioned to you before. It's that $10,000 grant that is forgivable. Um, so if you are in need of that, I want you to go in and read what the EIDL requirements are. Make sure you speak with your banker and that you qualify for it. And if everything does work with it, in this case, if you had a $10,000 a month um, compensation uh, for your people, then you multiply that by 2.5, you have 25,000 plus the EIDL, you would be applying for $35,000. And what this is, is giving you eight weeks of payroll. Um, the nice part about this program is, is that it is forgivable. Um, they're now provided that you're using it for payroll, you're using it to pay your utilities, you're using it to pay your your rent, your lease, um, your mortgage uh, in interest. As long as you're using it correctly, um, it'll be forgivable. Uh, so that's that's part of the, the package itself. So you wanna make sure that you are documenting, uh, once you receive this, this amount of money, you want to document very well how that money is going out because I know that some people are, are going to possibly try to um, use it for other things. And, and there's always bad apples and it what causes headaches for all the rest of us. So make sure that you yourself are covered though. Uh, make sure you have that part in play for it. So that's how that works as far as putting that number together. Um, you fill out the, as you see, there's, there should be, uh, I believe like two, there's only two pages uh, of questions. And then there's obviously you're doing a certification piece as far as answering. If you want to scroll down a little bit, Pat, and show on there. And then the next is just certification authorizations. And then of course it talks about the instructions for completing the form itself is on page three and page four helps you with the, the full application on the form. Okay, I've thrown a lot at you, an awful lot. So let's take a pause before I go to the next point of this and let's see what, Patrick, we wanna open it up to questions. Um, let's make sure that I'm, I've got everybody on the same page with it so far. Yeah, if anyone has a question, uh, you can you should be able to unmute yourself, and uh, if you have a problem, just wave to me, and I'll uh, I'll unmute you on our end. But if you have a question about it, um, I think you answered the big question I had because there's a lot of documentation when they talk about uh, somebody from the SBA was on uh, one of the news channels the other day, and they said it takes approximately two hours and fifteen minutes to complete the application. Then I download the application. I'm like, how the heck does that take two hours and 15 minutes? Well, the two hours and 15 minutes is finding all those documents. Yes. So, um, and then if you're like me and didn't create your bylaws because you're a single member LLC and you just never got around to it, that means you got to sit and create those and uh, whatnot. 
Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm running up against in regards to it right now. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to, since we don't have any significant questions at this point, and I appreciate you, Pat, I appreciate the, the feedback on that. Um, I'm going to share with you what I call best practices and where people have gotten hung up um, over the first few days as we've kind of went live with it and how I've been able to, to try to help them. Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, what I would classify as past customers, past clients from other banking institutions that have reached out to me. They're at larger institutions, uh, some of them at smaller, and they just don't feel that they're getting the help that they, they want or deserve or require. And so they're, they're coming to me and asking for assistance with it. So here's the way you need to remember, if you have already applied with your current bank, then you can't come and apply with me because you can't double dip. Um, even if you're like, well, I gave, I gave it to them on Tuesday and nobody said anything. I, I get it. They, their communication style is a little different than ours. But the point is, is that the application's in process. Now, where it is in process, I couldn't tell you. But I do know that it's an in process. And if you came over to another institution and tried to do it with the same EIN number, that's going to cause red flags. And, and you don't want to do that. That's not the, the whole purpose of this, this act. This whole purpose of this loan is to help you so you can help your people and help yourself as well. So I want to make sure that's real clear for, for those of you who are struggling with, I'm not hearing quickly from my bank. I don't know what to do. Um, my, my, my supervisor, my direct uh, supervisor, and, and even my, uh, my director of the state of Florida, they, they have this saying. They say this to us all the time. If they call our client and our client is asked this question, who is your banker? And they can't say my name, then how good of a, of a relationship manager am I, of a banker am I being to these people? Um, so my hope for you, is when this went the way it has, and now that you have need, I hope that you have gone to your bank and you've been able to go to your banker, whether it's someone that's at the branch, um, whether it's someone like me that's on the commercial side, someone that's in the business banking side, where, wherever they are, and you're able to get in front of them to get the assistance that you need. Um, there is a, There has been a lot of moving pieces. Um, there's been a lot of, of, of people that have been trying to uh, figured this out, uh, and, and the issue is, is that you have to remember this. At the end of the day, you as a business owner have to take responsibility, and you have to also take the initiative to do this. Your bank is not gonna call you and go, hey, we're going through a pandemic. I wanna know if you wanna file for this loan. I hope you do. They're, they're not, they don't have time for that, I promise you. I don't have time for that, even though I want to, I don't. So we, we're, they're, they're everybody's full speed right now. And the majority of us are used to working what I call banker hours, which would be like eight to five, eight to six. And that, those hours are gone by the wayside. We're, you know, you, you'll get emails from us at nine and 10 o'clock at night and on the weekends. So our days are different because we are trying to work through this and make sure that we are getting our, our people taken care of. So, so make sure that you are working with your banker. Understand that they are under a lot of stress. Some of them might not know, uh, you know, because it, the, depending upon the structure of the, of the institution, the bank, the bankers themselves may be at a little bit of a, a limited um, knowledge base. Our bank has been very clear in regards to making sure that all bankers at all levels are understanding what's going on, that we are going out researching on our own with SBA, 
that we are able to articulate what's going on for our clients as well as talking through. So if you get in front of a banker uh, that is your banker and you're struggling with answers, I, I'll be happy to be a resource for you. You can reach out to me. Um, I'll make my email address available to you here uh, through, through this uh, um, in, in just a few minutes. But um, I just want to make sure that you're, uh, you're with that. Now I have a question here from Allie. You're saying, can, can you be your own employee if you work for yourself and don't have anyone else under your LLC to get that loan? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So um, you, you just remember, it's, you, you've got a document. <laughs> everything's everything's got to be documented. If it's not documented, kind of like uh, bylaws for Pat, they don't exist. So Well, well and Jason, uh, when it comes to, to like that, like a single member with a, with a self, with an owner employee, uh, if you're not drawing a regular salary, that's the problem you're going to have when it comes to being a 1099 is – if I don't draw a salary, I get what's left over at the end of the year. I better be able to show what I can, what I normally get because they're not going to let me claim I make a gajillion dollars and then times that by 2.5 and then give me that as a forgivable loan. Well, they, and they have obviously there's limits in, in all of those places as far as the, the actual amount. Um, so for those of that are making well in excess of 100,000 or more, um, there's gonna be some limits to, to those types of employees that you have. Um, but at, like you said, Pat, you're absolutely right. For those of us that are single um, members and LLCs and so forth, you, you guys do have the opportunity, but that's, that's where the importance of making sure you have a payroll schedule of some way to be able to show your documentation of this is how I take my monies from my projects uh, whether it's on a weekly basis, uh, you know, twice a month, uh, once a month, or once a quarter, however you're doing it, it just needs to be able to show so you can back your number into the idea of what it's going to be monthly and then be able to justify that number um, when you're multiplying it out by two and a half. So that's, that's important. So I hope, I hope that makes sense for you with that. Good, good question though. Good question. Um, all right. So stop for a moment. Any other questions from you guys at, at this point? Okay. Well, I feel like I went, I think I've got you a high overview. We even went into the weeds a little bit on some things. Uh, we've gone well past two 30 and I apologize for that. Cause I know everybody's busy, but this is such important information. Um, I felt like I had to get it out there today because time is of the essence. Um, for those of you who are struggling with math, let me help you real quick. Uh, so the PPP program received $350 billion. If the whole country, all the banking institutions at large are lending $10 billion a day, um, that's basically gonna give you about 35 days. So, and then everybody's like, well, does that mean the money runs out? Yeah, the money will run out. So if you don't have your name in the till, if you don't have your name in the queue, get it in now. Now, I don't want you to panic because you've got time. Um, as I mentioned, we did the math, you saw it when I did a $10,000 example, you, the most you would possibly give would be around $35,000. So the, that's what the majority of these loans are. They're very small, very concise, very quick loans. You know, 42,000, 60,000, 12,000. I mean, it just, they move very fast through. Um, your larger businesses that have maybe about 250, 300 employees, obviously they'll have more uh, of a request there. Um, but for, for yourselves and, and others in, in your network that, that have those types of needs, these loans can be put in and put through very quickly provided you have the right information and you're presenting it the right way. Okay. I'm going to put my, uh, if you'll bear with me a moment, I'm going to put my, uh, 
this to everyone real quick. This is my email address uh, at, at the office. So um, if you need me, I'm also going to uh, provide to you my cell. Um, so that way you'll have that and as well. I'll be happy to assist you in anything that's going on with you. I do that as a service to, to our, our center club, to our members. Um, I, I, the center club has been a, a great place for me. Um, with my career and with my friendships and the people that, that I've been able to, to do. So I want to make sure that I'm available for you. Um, even if it's a scenario, like I spoke to somebody on Sunday and, um, and he said, Jason, that, you know, my bank, I'm not going to mention the name. Nobody's calling me back. And he called me back on Tuesday. He said, they're still not calling me back. And I'm like, okay, you, you've got to pump the brakes and calm down. Um, it does take a little bit of time to get through these processes and, as I mentioned to you, my bank did not go live until Tuesday. So even though they might have quote unquote applied, it might not have gone into their system until later or later on. Uh, they might've applied like on a Saturday or even on Friday, it didn't get into the network until maybe Monday or Tuesday. Um, so again, everyone is moving internally inside banks as quickly as they possibly can. Um, but like all things, I know you guys are, are, are good about um, extending grace and mercy where needed, you know, keep that in mind with the bank, banking institution. Our goal is to help you. Uh, we would love to go back to the days of, uh, of shaking hands, taking you all to lunches and dinners and having cocktails and, and doing business the old fashioned way instead of, you know, sitting in a cockpit going Mach 7, so. Well, in that spirit, I'm gonna buy everybody a cocktail. So you get, after this, you can go to the fridge, Pick anything you like, and it's yours absolutely no charge, okay? Uh, that was good. That was good. Doc? Well, Jason, this has been fantastic information. I'm just interesting, interested, Pat. With all this, can, can you get this recorded and put it up with, say, uh, YouTube or something like that so people can access this? Yeah, it's, we're actually fed out to Facebook but for some reason, the connection to our company page is being blocked. Uh, Facebook says we've disconnected Zoom, which we used this morning. So I don't know how it did that, but we're, we're, um, we're actually recording it. So once it's recorded, I'll share it to the Center Club page. So it'll be out there for everybody to, to, to uh, access. Now, I don't know if the, um, the comments, uh, the chat group is going to show up or not. But if you could uh, make sure that Jason's contact info is up on there. Absolutely, absolutely. Because and uh, go ahead. Quite frankly, with the uh, eight of us here, um, there's there's ten times that that needed to hear this material, and we know there's some other conflicts within the club and that, but um, that's why we need to spread the word for next Wednesday. Jason will be back. It's not going to cover the same material, but if we have this access, they can they can uh, connect up with whatever link we're going to have. And um, we can we can go into some other information that's just a value. Um, but in the meantime, I think we need to see who you know that would need this material. Who is it that would be valuable? Who is it that um, that needed to be here and was? Um, and please invite us. And as you point out, we'll we'll be here Monday through Friday, starting next next on Monday. We'll be here Monday through Friday two o'clock. If you registered through Eventbrite, it's the, it's going to be the same exact meeting ID and password every single time. So you don't have to keep registering. Um, just the cost, the cost is, 
And the cost is what again on Eventbrite? Uh, it's free. <laughs> it's well within your budget for sure. And especially with that free drink. And, and, and absolutely. Well, and, and we're going to have Brooke Cool uh, on on uh, on Monday. She's going to talk about some cool, different kind of cool uh, to go cocktail. Uh, there's just some really good opportunities. The whole purpose of this is to talk about the good, the bad, and the uh, and the opportunities. And so uh, y'all have a great weekend. And have, uh, a, we'll happy, have a happy Easter. And if there's uh, takeout at the club for members and non-members, let's uh, take advantage of it. Great deals. And um, we'll see you back here on Monday. Absolutely. Bye now.